Hey, podcasters. Before I get to the episode, I want to take a moment to address the June 24th Supreme Court decision to overturn Roe v. Wade. This decision stripped away the legal right to have a safe and legal abortion. Restricting access to comprehensive reproductive care, including abortion, threatens the health and independence of all Americans. This decision could also lead to the loss of other rights. To learn more about what you can do to help, go to choice.crd.co. That's choice.crd.co. And I encourage you to speak up on your podcast as well. Take care and spread the word. When Apple switches away from auto downloads, it'll be up to hosting companies to keep the chaos at bay by providing podcasters and advertisers a better understanding of the true size of our audiences. Hello and welcome to another podcast pontifications with me, Evo Terra. Hey, before we get too far into this, just to let you know, uh, correction time. What I'm talking about, the impetus behind all of this, turns out, is just a bug in the beta version. And Apple claims that the default always download functionality of Apple Podcast will continue when it's released in public. However, the implications and the speculations I have about that action are still germane. So understand that it is not really happening, but it might in the future. So listen to this. In case you hadn't heard the news, this Apple iOS 14.5 beta just keeps on giving amazing things. It's going to, if the beta version is to be uh, accepted and believed, Apple Podcasts will no longer automatically download podcast episodes. That is both fantastic and terrifying. Because without the auto-downloads, Apple's numbers, the number of times Apple Podcasts downloads your podcast's episodes will drop. Yep, it will drop because right now it's automatically downloading. That's not going to happen any longer. And this will cause what I feel will be the second biggest shake or the second big shakeout since the IAB 2.0 standards were adopted by almost every podcasting host that mattered uh, back in the summer of 2018. And at that time, you may remember, if I will take you back to the, the olden times of summer of 2018, you might have seen a significant drop in your download numbers. Some of the bigger shows reported up to a 50% drop when we switched to IAB standards, which was just simply a better, more accurate tool of uh, measuring downloads. Well, we're going to see that again. Will it be 50%? I don't know. Here's a here's a quick tip of the tech side, just of what, what's happening here. When, you, when anyone, I want to say subscribes, when someone follows your podcast on Apple Podcasts, it automatically downloads the episode. Next week, if you release an episode, it'll download that one as well. And the week after that, it'll download. At some point in time, Apple will stop downloading. Apple Podcasts will stop downloading episodes if the person who follows the show has not listened to one of those episodes. But for a while, it just keeps downloading. Now, Spotify, when you follow, when someone follows your show on Spotify, it doesn't automatically download it. Just simply downloads the file, streams the file, if you will, when someone requests to play it. 
it looks like that's what Apple is switching to. Now, because of that difference in behavior, Apple automatically downloading, Spotify only downloading upon request, that's why Spotify doesn't rank as high in the charts, if you will, or show up on the radar as high when we're tracking downloads. But when we look at reach and usage and other sorts of metrics, well, that's when Spotify winds up beating Apple. Those days might be over when Apple turns off automatically downloading episodes later on this month. I can't imagine any world where your stats and my stats aren't impacted by this. We will see a drop in the number of downloads, which will be reflected in our podcast media hosting company's dashboard for our podcasts. If we're selling advertising on our show, that means our available advertising inventory will also drop and then be reported back to those advertisers who give us money. What are we going to do about this? <laughs> wow. Decimating. Literally, this might be the time you could use the word decimate downloads. If we're lucky, it's only going to decimate downloads. But it's not like I've not been warning you <laughs> that this was coming. Look back in the history. How many times have I railed against the usage of download and our insistence of this metric, which is really just about computers talking to other computers, and yet we're holding onto them like it's something amazing? It's not. So I'm not terribly surprised by this. Now, if you are supported by advertising, if advertising brings a significant amount of revenue to you, I apologize in advance for the rough weeks slash months ahead of you. It's going to be very difficult to try and convince advertisers to give you the same amount of money for less. And you're really, they're getting less. They're perceiving less. They're getting the exact same thing in reality. But now they're looking as go, oh, all of these downloads before, apparently I went from 50,000 downloads a week to 20,000 downloads a week or whatever the number, 30,000 or 40,000. The difference between those two are the ones that were automatically downloaded and never, ever listened to. Now, this is not terribly surprising. I've been in the ad game for a long time, and I know that advertisers constantly demand more things from publishers. And if you're selling advertising on your podcast, you're a publisher. They want more stuff. But now if you're not selling advertising and you just see your ads drop, big deal. So what? Your audience really hasn't changed. Just the, the lens that you're looking at them has been corrected, if you will. You're still, it's the, still the same people who are consuming your content, mostly. So you just now have a more accurate picture of that. This is just like 2018. You didn't quit podcasting in 2018. You might have thought about it, and you may think about it again, but it's not a big deal. Now, where I think the real opportunity comes is the podcast hosting companies. Podcast media hosting companies that you and I both use to showcase our products and get them out there to the world, they can step in. They now have an opportunity. Well, they've had the opportunity, but now there's an opening and a window for the opportunity. <laughs> They, they can now step in and give us much better data about the actual, true, real size of our audience that is not based on downloads. They have all the tools at their disposal. Technically speaking for a second, armed with user agent, what device is downloading? IP address, where's the location? And the referring URL, how did they get here? Those three things together, 
will allow a smart podcast hosting company to revolutionize their dashboard and tell you the thing you've wanted to know forever. What's the size of my audience? They can't quite tell you yet who's listening or how many of those listen, but they can tell you the size of your audience. And that'll be really cool when they can do that. There's a lot we do not know yet about this move Apple is making. And also, remember, this is a beta version. It is possible they could change it before it actually goes in production. But I can't figure why they would do that. Because not auto-downloading means less bandwidth, puts them more in line with other audio consumption apps, less room on your phone. So I think it's really happening. So see what your peers in the podcasting space think about this. Share this episode with them to give them a heads up to let them know big change is coming. But I think we'll all get through it together. Now, if you loved this early heads up and aren't totally defeated by the message I just gave to you, please consider going to buymeacoffee.com slash evoterra and sliding a virtual coffee my way. That's always nice. That's it. I shall be back tomorrow with yet another podcast pontifications. Cheers. While Americans overwhelmingly support the right of an individual to make their own decisions about abortion, unfortunately, that right is no longer protected everywhere in the U.S. The Supreme Court overturned Roe v. Wade on June 24th. Abortion is a basic healthcare need for the millions of people who can become pregnant. Everyone should have the freedom to decide what's best for themselves and their families including when it comes to ending a pregnancy. This decision has dire consequences for individual health and safety and could have harsh repercussions for other landmark decisions. Restricting access to comprehensive reproductive care, including abortion, threatens the health and independence of all Americans. Even if you live in a state where abortion rights are upheld, Access to safe medical procedures shouldn't be determined by location, and it shouldn't be the privilege of a small few. You can help by donating to local abortion funds. To find out where to donate for each state, visit donations4abortion.com. That's donations, the number four, abortion.com. If you or someone you know needs help, or if you want to get more involved, here are five resources. One, Shout Your Abortion is a campaign to normalize abortion. Two, Don't Ban Equality is a campaign for companies to take a stand against abortion restrictions. Three, Abortion.Cafe has information about where to find clinics. Four, PlanCPills.org provides early at-home abortion pills that you can keep in your medicine cabinet. And five, choice.crd.co has a collection of these resources and more. We encourage you to speak up, take care, and spread the word.